Hello, and welcome to our new season of Fables Around the Table. I am returning again as your GM and host, Fiona L.F. Kelly, um, this season, which we, at the time of recording, do not have a name for yet, uh, but I'm sure that you will see it on your podcatcher, is uh, we're playing Kids on Bikes, and I'm so excited. It's going to be super duper fun. Kids on Bikes is a uh, is a game based on... Uh, Based on like kid adventure stories like Stranger Things and uh, E.T. It, it is about small towns and big adventures. And it was written by Jonathan Gilmore and Doug Lewandowski. But anyway, um, so yeah, so we are playing a really fun kids on bikes game set in the 80s. I am so excited about it. Uh, but now that I have a brief like here's what we're doing here section done. Uh, let's talk about our players. Uh, I have five players joining me this season. Um, Lots of them are returning voices. Uh, One person is a new player. But anyway, let's get started with uh, character, with player and character introductions, I guess. Um, Who do I want to pick on? Because as soon as I say everyone volunteer, no one's going to volunteer. So I think I want to start with Cliff. I'm going to pick on Cliff. I knew it. I knew it. I knew. I knew Cliff you were going to pick me Cliff knows the drill, first. so, you know, we got to start with Cliff. Hi, I'm Cliff. I'm overworked, underpaid, and so fucking tired. Oh, no. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, I am playing. Uh, I'm Wally. I'm the conspiracy theorist. I'm 15, and I live with my grandma. I don't know what happened to my parents. I assume it was some kind of government conspiracy that got them. But, uh, yeah, I'm playing the conspiracy theorist. My strengths are intuitive. Uh, I can do stuff with advantage tokens to ask the GM a question about surroundings. I am a treasure hunter. I can spend one advantage token to find useful items in my surroundings. And I'm rebellious, like all kids in the Kids on Bikes system. I'm blunt and paranoid. I think fluoride in the water is turning citizens into sleeper batteries for the government. And I will... Prove my theories with such activities like breaking and entering, theft, and, if it calls for it, arson. And that's Wally. All right, and now that we've heard about Cliff, let's hear about your character. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's there's a time when you just are playing a character, and times when you are a character. And I think that line is very blurred here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah sorry i interrupted cliff <laughs> <laughs> no worries but yeah i think that covers what we've met of wally he lives with his grandmother who is ill fit to take care of a 15 year old and uh why don't you tell us about yourself for realsies and like where we can uh, find you on the internet and stuff oh why would you want to do that okay uh <laughs> you can find me all sorts of places online yeah it's the plugorama I am one half of the Nerdcore oh, Duo 2D6 with Voidfarer's uh, Saker. Uh, I am the GM of Cape Chronicles. You can follow that on your favorite podcatcher of choice by f- searching for Cape Chronicles. Also, follow me on Twitter with that handle, at Cape Chronicles. I'm also on Twitter, at the Comics Ads. I hardly use it. You can follow it anyway. That's for solo music and whatever random nonsense I'm thinking of doing. And if you want to hear more of my voice without a lot of instrumental beats or me sitting behind the GM screen, you can listen to a plethora of past Fable seasons. Go listen to them all while you're at it. Yeah, 
I think that with the cast we have now, every single Fable Seasons will feature one person from the season. So if you like any of us, you can go and listen to uh, any number of our 10 to 11-ish seasons. I I don't know when this is coming out. (laughs) And if you like none of us, then I guess it's weird. Yeah, if you like none of us, what the fuck are you here? Yeah, there's plenty of them out there. Okay. Um, So does anyone want to volunteer before I call on people? Oh, Fiona, you know the answer mm-hmm. to that. I know. <laughs> I am going to call on Annie next. I had a feeling. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Annie Bell Camel, uh, pretty much a resident book nerd here, uh, and an OG Fables mm-hmm. player from the very start. Um, there's not too much uh, that I can really plug except two bookish babes. Uh, my Instagram that I run with one of my lovely friends. We talk a lot about books and it's pretty much my life as I sit here in my own library recording this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I read a lot. I play games a lot and I sometimes hang out with my friends and play other games while we record things. Do you want me to talk about my character now? Yeah, talk about your character. Okay, so I am playing Corianne Winlet-Strop. I think I'm the youngest of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the baby, uh, but I'm still 13 years old, so I'm I'm an adult for sure. Um, I'm playing the wannabe character very much inspired by me at a 13-year-old age. Um, just want to fit in and be accepted and be considered pretty and cool and also mature enough to hang out with the older kids because that's, that's the peak of popularity right there. Um, I'm loyal and a bit unassuming. I've got a little rebellious streak because I am a teenager. Um, and... I really look up to my next door neighbors, especially Barbie, because she's the epitome of cool and pretty and nice, right? <laughs> yeah, we gotta right. ask. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> That's all, all I right. am. <laughs> all right. Um, let's move on to Caitlin then, um, since you were a little bit popcorn too. Popcorn. Pop pop. Um, that's me. I'm Caitlin. Um, I've been on a couple past Fable seasons as well. Um, you can find me on Instagram at sunshine underscore Kate. That is K-A-I-T. Yeah. Um, I spend most of my time with my plants and cats and also reading books that I sometimes talk to Annie about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else I need to talk about myself? Um, I always forget yeah. I have any sort of fun things going on whenever I'm like, it's I'm, No, I feel that so hard. As soon as it's, it's like, oh, talk about yourself, plug your stuff. I'm like, I don't do a stuff. What are you talking no, about? No, the worst thing ever is to follow Fiona <laughs> as she plugs herself. Uh, <laughs> so I don't want to hear it, Fiona. You're making me sound like such a dick. <laughs> no, you're just very accomplished. Yes. Uh, 
very involved. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, if you want to talk about your character, that is totally cool. Sure, sure. Um, so I am playing Plastic Beauty Barbara Babe Crenshaw. She is, I think, our oldest character in this game at 18. Um, she is an aspiring supermodel, and she wants to be famous. I don't know. She's your tall, blonde, teen dream cheerleader type. She's also a track participant. I wouldn't call her a track star. <laughs> um, she is rebellious, um, quick healing, but also demanding in vain. So I would not necessarily call her friendly and nice <laughs> unless she likes you. She likes me, right? Oh, God. <laughs> we'll see. We're, the we'll, we'll she does. Those complete questions. <laughs> she does, however different um, they might be, really like her sister, though. Aw. Okay. Um, let's go then to M. I've been popcorned. Mm -hmm. Damn. Popcorn. <laughs> they got me. It makes me want to dog so much easier. Yeah, no, I, that's valid. I don't want to do that ever, though, so... Um, yeah, so hi, I'm Em. Uh, I play a lot of TTRPGs with my friends. You can find me nowhere on the internet. Good fucking luck trying. Um, but I just, I play a lot of games and am about half of what a Dice Goblin Fiona is. So aspiring to one day hit that level. Yeah, that's pretty much it about me. And I'm going to be playing uh, Ray Crenshaw. Um, she's the loner weirdo trope, which is very exciting. Um, I'm not going to say she's reflective of what I was like in high school, but you can kind of draw your own conclusions. Um, she is 16 years old. She's a, an old sophomore, kind of held back a year. Um, and she has the strengths cool under pressure and intuitive, I believe both of which have been mentioned. As far as her flaws, she tends to be very blunt and flippant. She's very much into the occult and... Um, perhaps purposefully tries to drive people away by sharing her interests too frequently. And that's mostly it. All right. Awesome. And uh, last but not least is Roger. Hey, yo. Yeah, not, this feels weird going last. I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I am playing uh, Sylvester Houston. Um, Sylvester is going to be named after Sly from Sly and the Family Stone. He has big music fans, his parents, and, uh, he never actually goes by Sly. They will try to like force that in there. And it's like, no, it's actually Sylvester. And so he's, he's very, he's very particular about that. Um, and I'm using the brilliant mathlete troupe. Um, and so, um, strengths are prepared and flaws are a little insecure and a little cowardly. Um, you know, I think you've, you've all met this character before and probably other forms of, uh, 80s media. Um, but a little bit about, um, Sylvester. Dad owns a car dealership in our town here of hell. Um, and, uh, so that affords them a little bit of uh, financial resources. And so uh, I wouldn't say that Sylvester's really hurting for cash. Um, and uh, that also kind of plays into the preparedness and also just how much time he really spends studying and making sure that he's, you know, getting absolutely straight A's uh, every step of the way. Uh, he's about uh, 17 years old um, uh, during our story. And yeah, I guess that's a little bit about Sylvester. Awesome. So why don't you tell us about you? 
A little bit about me. I am nobody. No, I'm just kidding. Um, So I uh, mostly these days am streaming on Twitch uh, with the name Mr. Roger. That's M-I-S-T-E-R-R-O-D-G-E-R over on Twitch. Um, So I play like a a variety of games over there, Um, one of which being a music mixing game called Fuser, but I also play little uh, cozy games like uh, Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing, um, but also we will sometimes play things like Amnesia or another horror game. Um, uh, so it's it's just all kinds of crazy stuff. So, um, you know, if that's something that you're into, feel free to check me out there on twitch.tv slash Mr. Roger. Um, and that's pretty much it. Don't follow any of my social accounts. I never post any of them. So if you ha- manage to find any of my socials, just don't follow me there. I, I honestly don't post. All right. And yeah, that is everyone, right? I didn't miss anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always like, I always like, I'm so worried I'm going to miss someone and then sound like a huge asshole, even though I wrote down everyone. Anyway, um, and I am your GM uh, for this game, Fiona L.F. Kelly. I am on a number of podcasts. Uh, I am the showrunner of this podcast and also our uh, movie discussion podcast, Big Streaming Pile, where sometimes I am able to bully Tom into watching bad movies and then we talk about them. Um, We are in production on one and I have to twist Tom's arm a little bit to uh, get the rest of it out, but uh, we're getting there. And I am also on the other Project Derailed podcast, Tales of the Voidfarer, a any nominated 5th edition Spelljammer D&D 5th edition Spelljammer inspired. I, I don't even know anymore. It's, an, it's a Spelljammer podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I have it written down in front of me and I can say it all in one, but uh, I messed it up this time. Um, and, uh, yeah, actually, incidentally, speaking of Tales of the Voidfarer, uh, we usually have a producer who, um, helps people. Some seasons we don't, but sometimes we do, uh, in this particular season. I have, uh, the GM of Tales of the Voidfarer, Nick Eurosiva, who is, uh, helping me behind the scenes to, uh, craft the story. And, uh, so yeah, you'll hear in our episodes a plug for all of Nick's stuff, uh, if you, like this story and you want to hear more of me and Nick, check out Tales of the Voidfarer. And Cliff and Roger were also both guests on, and Caitlin, actually, we're all, we're all guests on Tales of the Voidfarer at one point. Um, Nick is messaging our Discord now. I said your name right. He always gives me shit because I never say it right, but I, I made sure I said it right this time. Um, <laughs> and also, I am on uh, Cliff's podcast, Cape Chronicles, which is a masks podcast, and I have a lot of fun with that. When I'm not podcasting, I am a writer. I write things um, for websites and like books and stuff. It's fun. Anyway. <laughs> of course, um, I forget to mention any of the podcasts that I'm also on here. Oh, yeah. I'm dead. I'm dead. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm Roger also on that. Is, yeah, Roger is also on K Chronicles. So is Nick. Uh, if you are a frequent Fables listener, uh, you will also know that Chelsea is on that podcast. And uh, yeah, actually, if you liked our season super, this is Cape Chronicles is sort of a spinoff from that season. So uh, we didn't do this on mic, but uh, the last time we met, as we all like, you know, introduce ourselves to each other, uh, we completed the world building questions that you can find in the uh, Kids on Bikes book. Um, 
I will recap this very quickly for our listeners, just so they know uh, whereabouts we have decided to set our kids on bikes adventure. Uh, We decided to set it in the 1980s because we thought it was cool. Welcome to 1980s Hell, Michigan. Uh, We will put a big disclaimer. This is not at all based on the real Hell, Michigan. I think we like looked it up enough to know that there was like a lake. Um, I think that we really just sort of liked the area and thought that the name was cool. So don't, please don't sue us, Hell, Michigan. And uh, Hell, Michigan, like many places in the Rust Belt, is a car factory town. The car factory is sort of like, uh, you know, in the process of like uh, closing down. We're getting into that like uh, Rust Belt era. Um, in the town, you can find a the beginning of a chain of diners and restaurants with a beaver mascot named Slappy. Did we? I don't think we came up with a name for for the restaurant, just like Slappy's Diner. Yeah, um, Slappy's Diner, yeah. Yeah, Slappy's Diner. Uh, Slappy's Diner tagline is, it's so good you'll slap the table, which I've been laughing about for like a month <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, also in this town, you can find the United Auto Workers and Mothers Against Junk Driving. Uh, when you come into town, you can see, um, in addition to the diner, you can see a giant statue of Slappy on top of the diner. Um, another local landmark is Cheese's Crust Pizza. Uh, we're in a, in around the time of the Satanic Panic, and uh, that is a local pizza place. It's run I, it's run by you know the local churches. Um, the high school is the Fenders, and I had to look up what a Fender was because I did not know what it was. Apparently, <laughs> I described this to other people. They were like, "That's not what a Fender is," so I got that wrong. Um, and uh, a recent event that had happened in town is a uh, well-known actor and teen idol named Ricky Q had gone missing after uh, going boating on the lake. Um, this was about six months ago at the time our story starts, and uh, the mystery is still going strong. Now that we know a little bit about the world, uh, we're going to go into another part of uh, character and world creation, um, the complete questions uh, this is a this is again in the uh, Kids on Bikes book. Basically, we're going to go all around the table and uh, people will roll on a chart and we'll ask questions and give answers so that we can uh, flesh out the characters and their relationships a little bit more. Yeah, the table that we are all at. <laughs> yes, we're all in the same physical location. We're not in multiple states. We are all together. Yeah, it's and wonderful. you can't prove that we aren't. Yeah, exactly. And we'd love to see you try. <laughs> why are we trying to get people to dox us between me? <laughs> yeah, why are we why are we challenging our listeners to dox us? I don't yeah, know. I for one am happy you with this. You guys are doing that and I'm over here just like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, I'm just singing high school please, musical. Please don't dox us. Um <laughs> So you know what? I'll say it. Dox me. You can't do anything worse to me than I've already <laughs> no, done to myself. Cliff, no, Cliff, no. Cliff. Okay, you're only allowed to dox Cliff. No, y'all. <laughs> okay, anyway. I'm curious to see if Chelsea leaves that part in. <laughs> Personal challenge. These 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 episodes you guys can get kind of weird. Um, we don't often uh, challenge our, our users to dox or challenge our listeners to dox us though. But anyway, I'm a fan uh, of this antagonistic so, energy. Yeah, 
<laughs> we're gonna fight our fans. <laughs> I personally would like to be everybody's friend, but that's just me. Uh, yeah, we're we're already sort of like dividing ourselves on this season if we're going to <laughs> fight the fans or. <laughs> Listen, the sixth love language is combat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um. So if there are no objections, I'm going to go probably in the same order that I went with before. Uh, this will be the chonkiest section of our episode zero. Um, so buckle in, everyone. Uh, Cliff, let's get started with you. Um, do you know Annie's character? Uh, I gonna say, I don't think I know Annie's character well. All right, so um, why don't you roll on the character you don't know? Sure can. Table. And I got a nine. What volunteer work have you heard that this character does? God, that's so perfect, our sweet little bean. <laughs> and uh, as a reminder, if you, if you feel like these questions like really don't match, feel free to roll another one. Um, no, I think I'll go with this one. Uh, I think that I heard that Corianne was part of Slappy Scamps. It was a uh, youth organization <laughs> that went around and, like, helped out, like, some of the older folks in town. Uh, like, with, like, kind of, like, yard work or, like, light stuff. Just, like, people who... Uh, you know, we're having trouble just, like, getting around or, like, straightening up or whatever. They just go and help them out. Um, of course, me being Wally, the conspiracy theorist, uh, I think that it's a uh, indoctrination program, but that's, you know, here nor there. All right. I like that. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Wally, uh, what about Babe? Wally. Wow. God, I've been resisting Wally. it this whole time. Thank you for breaking the ice on that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I do think I know Babe. Okay. So for this one, you're going to need to know, um, you're going to need to roll for the positive and negative charts. Oh, I know. I, uh, I rolled 18. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> when did you first realize that you love this character, either platonically or romantically? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so I love it. I was so happy. <laughs> uh, um, I think that I started falling for them when I overheard half of a conversation that I misconstrued the context of. It was a conversation just about, like, not getting something in science class but i overheard the part of the conversation where babe was like it's not like anything they're teaching us is actually right like all this stuff how do we know that what they're <laughs> telling us is the truth oh my god i'm imagining the camera just zooming in and it's like it has that like green filter <laughs> part oh my god oh my god like she's a flat earther too <laughs> <laughs> oh no then you start writing like love notes and it's really just like clippings from like online forums and you're like tucking them in her locker oh, it absolutely looks like some kind of ransom note yeah <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> that sucks oh i love that that's so good 
Now, do we, just um, to confirm, now I need to roll for Babe on the negative now as well? You need to, yeah, yeah, now you do negative. Alrighty, come on, dice roller. Fifteen. What insanity has this character shown warning signs of? Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh I'm into it. I mean, do I want to go the easy route here and say narcissism? Mm. Would you believe the love of your life is a narcissist? Come on. <laughs> Buddy, let me tell you. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, not you. I mean, Wally. <laughs> I'm gonna say narcissism here. I don't know how I feel about just like the premise of the question, but I'm gonna say that uh, Babe is shows some narcissistic tendencies which you know kind of feel like it fits in a little bit with the uh plastic book all right um so next up that you're answering questions for is ray hi hi all right and i definitely know ray and what lengths would you go to in order to defend this character jesus christ oh calm down (laughs) You know, you know three girls in your life, and you die for all three of them. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Honestly, That's not legit. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would, I would die for every player. girl and woman in my life. Uh, what what number was that? Sorry, that was number eleven. Eleven. Okay. I mean, I think just stand just a standard threat. I'd whisk, risk bodily injury. I'd risk bodily injury. Um, <laughs> There's the Wally voice that we needed. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if it was. In conjunction with proving a conspiracy, I think it would go to my uh, other list of the uh, breaking and entering, theft, arson, those types of things. But just bog standard would risk physical injury. Solid. Uh, What about negative? Negative? I rolled 10. What is this character doing that's putting you both at risk? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I feel like they are doing... Dark seances, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah The yeah. government is already connected with demons, so yeah, 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 yeah. My yeah. God, I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I like that so much. Oh my gosh, You're jealous as fuck. <laughs> what a what a thoroughly rich world we are creating here. <laughs> I know. Um, man, we're only on the first uh, the first player. Um, what about a uh, Sylvester? I think it's fun uh, if I if I think it's fun if I uh, don't know Sylvester well. All right, roll on that table. Uh, do, 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 do. That is a seventeen. What do you hope to learn about this character to manipulate them? <laughs> wow! Oh, man. Oh, no. Imagine asking somebody this question for real, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think I want to learn. What, like, government representatives his parents are in bed with? (laughs) To, like... Mm. Because, like, you know, the government's got their hands in everything. And, you know, I want to... I want to just open Sylvester's eyes to the truth. That's my Mm. goal. Interesting. Mm. All right. I believe that you have answered that about every player. Um, So next up is uh, Corianne. Corianne, what do you, uh, well, do you or do you not know Wally? I'm going to say I don't know Wally because I'm just, 
Um, I haven't gone up to high school yet. This is the summer before my hi- my freshman year. That's entirely fair. So I rolled a twenty. Sheesh. <laughs> fair uh, enough. This is <laughs> pick pick a reasons. reason. <laughs> He's Wally. <laughs> Why don't I want to associate with him? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, fair. This, yeah, this question is: Why don't you want to associate with this character? Which uh, for Wally, any number of reasons. Oh my god, so mean. <laughs> Wally is a walking shit post. Yeah, he's weird. He rambles about weird things, and he might not have the best hygiene. All right. Well, yeah. What about Babe? Well, I definitely know Babe. She's my next-door neighbor, so... I rolled a nine. On positive? (laughs) On the positive, yeah. So now we know. That's why you think I'm nice. What is the kindest thing this character has ever done for me? She didn't give you a swirly last week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, knowing Babe, she was probably really bored, and... Or maybe, how old is Babe? 18. 18. So yeah, she probably was like my babysitter at least once or twice, like when we were younger. And you probably gave me my first makeup lessons. That's the cutest Aww. shit I've ever heard in my life. Fuck. <laughs> All right, let's see the negative about Babe. But there can't be. <laughs> Some part I rolled of a knows. 13. <laughs> Why are these questions just so perfect? <laughs> the dice know. Um, what about Babe scares me the most, or what about her personality scares me? She has a lot of power as like the cheerleader and being kind of like Miss Popularity, at least in my eyes. So like, I'm probably scared at like the power that she holds over like whether or not I'm considered cool or seen as cool. What a cool, healthy relationship to have with your idol. This is a great relationship. <laughs> so At least good. I know her. <laughs> Wildly healthy. <laughs> okay, uh, what about Corianne's relationship with Ray? Well, I'd say I also know her. Kind of hard not to. Unfortunately. I rolled a two on the positive. What do I admire about this character but would never tell them? Ooh. I actually probably really admire Ray's ability to be confident and, like, not really care what everybody else thinks about her. Like, she's still Ray and doing what she wants. I do love that. that. It's like every middle schooler's fantasy of, like, they're all just jealous of the fact that I can be weird. (laughs) Oh, no. But I could never dress or do any of that. And so I will never, ever tell you. (laughs) Aw. Perfect. I rolled a 19 on the negative. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that is. uh, What do you do to intentionally annoy this character? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like the easiest option for this is literally just act like babe yep done <laughs> oh, Easy. that's a good answer done. that's a really good answer i feel like i'm on family feud i'm like good answer good answer good answer good answer <laughs> oh man <laughs> and then i think 
Um, for Sylvester, I don't think I would know him either. Cause All how right. old are how old Sylvester? Uh, seventeen. Yeah, I wouldn't know him. Yeah. Might know of him. Um, I rolled an eleven. Okay. Uh, what bad thing have you heard about this character that you can't believe is true? Ooh. That's mm. spicy. Spicy. Well, my mom is kind of the town gossip. So, she's probably at the very least definitely gossiped about your parents and you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, I'm going to say that what... Your parents are in the car industry. Mm-hmm. To try to save, like, your guys's like, factory or whatever, or make it more productive or wealthy, um, you're helping them cook the books. That's why you're oh, so good at that. Interesting. And they're probably not getting their money from reputable sources. Ooh. Spicy. Jesus, your mom sucks. My mom really does that. It's just because she's so miserable. Oh, yeah. Relatable. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's move on to Babe. Um, babe, uh, what about Wally? I wouldn't say that Babe doesn't know that Wally exists. <laughs> I, I was wondering if you were going to go for that. <laughs> That's honestly got to be the random best. Random notes yeah, in yeah. her locker. Um, I rolled a 20 on that one. Um, we already had a 20. Mm -hmm. um, so what you can do is you can re-roll, pick the one above it, or you can um, or you can just pick one that you think is good. I re-rolled and got an 18. Uh, what is this character doing to threaten their family's reputation? <laughs> well, <laughs> another very straightforward one here. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd like to think that perhaps Babe has heard like, whispers about what Wally's up to mm -hmm. but like doesn't actively know and because of that because she's placing you know the onus of her not knowing on Wally um Wally is actually hurting his family's reputation by not actively shouting his beliefs from the roof uh next up is Corianne um, well, we do know each other. I rolled a 15. That one is free. So 15 is, what do you and this character have a mutual weird love of? <laughs> hmm. Would be like a, a weird, something weird. I'm not the best person to ask about what would be weird. <laughs> Perhaps. Okay. I think relating back to when we talked about how Babe was um, Corianne's former babysitter and she taught her how to do makeup, um, I think both she and Corianne um, have a mutual interest in experimental makeup. Um, whether or not that means it's like made out of something weird or it looks a little strange. And this is not to say that Babe would wear anything that would damage her reputation out into the public eye. However, it is something that she likes to talk about a lot, and she will talk to Corianne about any news that she's heard about some new trend in makeup or fashion. Mm. Mm. I like that. They did like a Susie Sue look just like once, just to like see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Oh, now it's character no. you know negative. Uh, what'd you roll? A two. Uh-oh. <gasps> 
What secret oh, are you no. keeping from this character that you would be devastated if they found out? Ooh, Ooh. the tea. The tea. Oh, I love this. And I have to make sure it comes out because that just oh, sounds absolutely. like such a good <laughs> secret. <laughs> I would absolutely also take suggestions on this one. <laughs> um, huh. I think it would have to be something that because she knows that Corianne like looks up to her and idolizes her and she's very into that that's that's mm-hmm. great um that perhaps um she doesn't want Corianne to know about this is just very narcissistic like we were talking about earlier that she didn't used to look the way that she did and that um while i think perhaps everyone else might be aware that babe has changed appearances maybe Corianne might have been a little too young and I don't know maybe she's got some like horrifying like photos as a child did she get a nose job <gasps> don't ever say job. that again <laughs> <laughs> she's just got a completely different nose Ooh, <laughs> not a better yeah. one just different <laughs> just different <laughs> Ooh, More I conventional like nose. Babe doesn't necessarily think it's better or worse, but it's definitely not on the list of talked about things. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's going to yeah. help her get a modeling gig, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. Woof. Woof, um, indeed. So what about Ray? We know Ray. Of course. I rolled a 14. Okay. What is the bravest thing you've ever seen this character do? Ooh. Oh, shit. Besides, like, sharing some of Corianne's um, admiration for Rey, like, unapologetically being themselves um, in a way that I don't think Babe ever would. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, <laughs> she once walked in on Rey using a, or she was talking to ghosts. She doesn't know how Rey was talking to them, but the lights were all flickering and it was really weird and scary and creepy. And Ray talked down whatever weird voice she knew that Ray was hearing and um, commanded the the entity to back down and everything went back to normal. Hell yeah, Dom de Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> oh no. Little did you know I just had a fucking string tied to my toe and I was fucking like, <laughs> You could have, babe wouldn't know. that's choice um and i rolled a 13 which i think we've done for yeah let me see (gasps) a 20 for this one how did this how did this character betray you the last time you confided in them (laughs) good 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 Mm, that's so juicy it is and I, I feel like it must have been something that was very flippant for Ray, that it was only important to Babe, um, that perhaps Ray went and told her friends at school that Babe had some weird outfit on that she bought last year instead of getting a new one this year and mentioned that like there was like a referenceable time that Babe wore this that people would know about. And 
babe thinks this is horrible, awful. How dare you tell everybody that I was not on top of things and on the best trends, but only because she thinks that it'll ruin her reputation with everyone else. God, even like fictionally, I cannot fucking wrap my mind around a fashion. (laughs) (laughs) It's so wild to me. What's like so funny is I'm like pretty sure my sister did like the exact. (laughs) 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 Like she got so mad at me over something like so similar and I just did not get it. (laughs) The betrayal. Is that the Versace from last year? <laughs> what the fuck? How, Y'all are 16. Sit down. How dare you tell everybody at school? How dare you? In, in old Michigan, it's, it's, it's hard to compete. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. The stakes are real high in high school in hell, Michigan. Oh, my gosh. All right. So uh, now we have um, uh, Babe and Sylvester. And I think they would also know each other. All right since they're a lot closer in age. Although I suspect that um, if we did some digging, we might find out that Babe was actually held back a year because her grades Mm. weren't that great. Ooh, the tea. (laughs) Rolled a... Ooh, a 12. Why do you have a bond with this character that can never be broken? Aww. God, that's gay. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I think on the surface... um, Babe would tell you it's because um, she picks on Sylvester and makes him tell her the answers for homework. Uh, This is a lie because she doesn't do homework. In reality, they have been close friends for a really long time. And despite their differences, um, they're just like very close. I love the popular Kid nerd secret friend trope. It's so good. <laughs> it's so cute. It's unbelievably cute. <laughs> oh, I love that. It tracks so totally too, because those two personality types are just completely insufferable. <laughs> so the only each other. Oh my gosh. We bond over our insufferability to everybody else. One hundred percent. All right, so let's roll on that negative chart. Have we rolled a 16? Nope. How far oh would you God. go to make this character suffer? <laughs> oh, my God. That one is extreme. That's like oh some my God. That's We're villain origin friends, story shit. But also. Yeah, that's that's some villain God. origin story shit. Uh, you are, if you feel like this like really uh, does not fit, you are allowed to pick another one. I, I don't think so. I think Babe would make everybody else suffer on some level, but... I not not our our close relationships that we've decided are sacred. Okay, let's see. Let me look at these and see if there's like we have a super close relationship, and I cannot wait to exploit it <laughs> and make you suffer. We're like these nice, genuine friends. Also, I will destroy you. <laughs> high schoolers, man, it's high schoolers. Tracks, those shits are brutal. Um, what, how about, have we done number five? Nope. What does this character have that you want to take from them? I think this might actually be um, an exposure of one of Babe's insecurities because she knows she's not very smart and she kind of wishes that she was and Sylvester is and she really envies that, but she's never going to tell you. Mm -hmm. That's cute. I like that. 
All right. Uh, next up is Ray. So, Ray. Hello. What about Wally? Yeah, Wally and I definitely know each other. Mortal enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, howdy. Uh, I got a 10. What is this character sacrificing to protect you? What a weird question. You are allowed to pick another one. I know. I'm trying to find a way to make it fit, though, because it's interesting. Cliff, if you got any ideas, I'm all ears, by the way. What'd you roll again? Uh, 10. What is this character sacrificing to protect you? Hmm. Because I feel like, I mean, I don't know if Raven would know this, but would Wally... She's not private about her weird ghost shit. And I don't know if Wally would take that a particular way of like, you are messing in occult forces that are beyond your control. Oh. So maybe he like, yeah, I don't fucking yeah. know, does some weird ritual shit to try to like close the portal to the hell mouth or, or whatever. That, that's true. Cause you are very close to babe, his love. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Does that track for you, Cliff? Uh, I mean, yeah, I feel like, I don't know. Wally might be like, sacrificing his credibility with like other people in conspiracy theorist circles trying to point them in other directions instead of whatever weird supernatural things that you're causing oh shit you know what i'm sorry i'm just gonna zag right over what you just said i feel like maybe they were friends in middle school I don't know. I, I She was definitely way different in middle school. So maybe they were friends in middle school and he's aware that like all of this shit came on real sudden and maybe even that a lot of it's a front, but he hasn't exposed that about her. She's got sort of like that cool, weird kid, like mysteriousness about her in high school now. And instead of calling her out from that, he's just like, okay, I'm going to let her do her thing. And like, not say anything about it, even though she's probably pretty shitty to so him. So wait, he's sacrificing the truth? Yeah, <gasps> I kind of like that. Mm. That's lovely. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with that. And then for negatives, I got a two. God, yeah, we've had this one. What yeah. secret are you keeping from the character? Uh, I'm gonna roll again. So I want a new one. Uh... <laughs> Well, I got a 17. Why do you dislike this character when all the other characters seem to love them? <laughs> uh, boy, howdy. I don't know if anyone really loves Wally that much, though. <laughs> um, hmm. I mean, you could go, like, in the shifting ones. I feel like 18 might be a good one to go along yeah, with the one you just did. I was just, uh, yeah, I was just working oh, totally. at 18. Yeah, let's do 18. So you hurt this character years ago. Why can't you apologize? Um, I think it's connected to the fact that they were friends in middle school. Uh, something happened. I don't know if Ray ever shared it with you uh, that really sort of changed her personality. Um, perhaps mystery will explore in the game or perhaps not. But I think that it was it was sort of like a light switch. Like they were probably fairly close. She probably, you know, even even if she didn't buy into the conspiracy stuff, she played along with it. Um, and then like the next day they came back and she wouldn't even talk to him or acknowledge him. And I, I think that she can't apologize because she still feels really guilty about it. So I really love this. I think like Wally might have just been like lightly getting into the conspiracies around that time. And so when like you just stopped talking to him, the switch flipped in his brain like, I must no. be getting close, and that's when he did his deep dive. No. Oh, fuck, that's tragic. I love it. 
Oh, I fucked that boy right up. <laughs> that's good. That's perfect. That's juicy. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, Corey uh, Ann. Corey Ann. Perfect. I definitely don't know Corey Ann. She's below my notice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let's see. We got an 11. So what bad thing have you heard about this character that you can't uh, believe We already true? got 11. We did. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I kind of want to do a 12. All right. What do you hope to gain by humiliating this oh, relative no. stranger? <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Not our sweet, sweet baby. Oh, no. Fuck. <laughs> I told myself I'm not gonna play a shithead that everyone fucking hates in this game, but the shoe fits. The siren call is too strong. It really is. It really is. It's kind of my type. Okay, so let's go with that one. Um, I don't know if she has a particular plan yet, but I like to think Raven is fairly perceptive about people, at least like other people towards each other. Maybe not other people towards her. Um, and so she is certainly keyed into the fact that. Uh, this cute little next door neighbor freshman totally has a friend crush on her sister that she can't fucking stand. So if nothing else, humiliating her reduces one of the legion that Babe has under her control. How dare. But I mean, maybe even further thinking that like, I don't know if she can humiliate Corianne, she can probably humiliate Babe (laughs) in sort of the same fell swoop. Maybe that's the hope. Oh my god. God, I feel bad about that. <laughs> That's should. so shitty. You better. Holy god. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. She'll never do it. She's a dipshit. She'll never get around to it. She's <laughs> too busy doing fucking Ouija boards. Okay. And actually, speaking of babe, she's up next. So let me roll. We know each other, obviously. Uh, is that six or a nine? That's a nine. What is the kindest thing this character's ever done for you? We've already yep. gotten that one. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> let me just read through them real quick. I want to know her number eight answer, even if you don't choose it. <laughs> no! God, yeah, I saw that. and I. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, the nickname is just calling her by her real name, which I will not reveal Ooh. quite yet. I'm sure that'll come up at some point Juicy. later. Maybe that's how you Gosh. make me mad later on. <laughs> yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> it's not great. Shoot, I kind of want to do 15, even though we've done that one already. Is that okay, Fiona? Um, what is 15? Uh, what do you have a mutual weird love of? Uh, is there another one that... Yeah, 100%. Let me look through the rest of them. Yeah, if there's one that you, like, really, really, like, you know, if there's one that are, like, really, really sticking out to you. So, basically, since you and Roger are the last two, I'll let you, like, do another one if we want to, like, bend the rules a little bit. Totally. I'm just going to go with 20. I love that one. What item did this character give you that you treasure? So for for Raven's 12th birthday, four years ago, Babe gave her a signed copy of uh, Ricky Q's latest album that she got through like connections that she had because she's popular at school and Mm -hmm. folks around town like her and know her. Um, And it was like a huge deal. And obviously she's still treasures that maybe it was at a point where their relationship wasn't so contentious <laughs> oh i love that and also she like has it hidden in a box under her bed behind a blanket in a bag like it's not <laughs> it's not something she ever reveals to anyone that she has she definitely doesn't like ricky q totally no one can why would you even say ricky that 
She big time Marceline vibes. Yeah, <laughs> totally. You like Krabby Patties, don't you, Squidward? <laughs> <laughs> you like Ricky Q, don't you, Raven? Oh Lord. Okay, I got an eleven for the negative, which is what does this character do that makes you immediately lose your temper? <laughs> That's a great question. God, it feels like it. Yeah, it should be so easy. Um, I'm kind of blanking. Kaylin, do you have any ideas? Hmm. It could be fucking anything. I mean, because I think that I, we talked about that they're really similar on a lot of levels, but wildly different directions. That this mm-hmm. this is oh, what would it be? Oh, maybe. So Raven probably leaves her door locked at home, but she has all of her occult shit kind of all over the place. And maybe maybe Babe like breaks into a room and rearranges <laughs> shit, like sets out. Oh, I just like to like, touch stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you just like to like move stuff around. And so Raven will come back to the room and the planchette will be in a different spot. She'll be like, what does it mean? And then it turns out it was just babe like, fucking around with her stuff. It's like your door's your unlocked Chris- and everything's rearranged. Half your closet's on the ground because she just wanted to know if there was anything good in here. And then yep. tells oh, you that there wasn't. 100%. She puts your crystals yeah. in the wrong order. such a huge... Are Raven and Babe me and my sister? Like, I swear <laughs> to God. Honestly, me. I'm like, oh man, I've like... Deja vu. I've, I've played this game before. <laughs> <laughs> no. Almost too relatable. That's scary. Uh, okay, so for Sylvester, I'm kind of torn. I guess we probably don't know each other. There's probably not any good reason. Oh my god, that's an 18, which I think we've had again. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just reroll and see if anything comes up. Uh, that's an 8. Based on what you know, how is this character different from the rest of their family? Um, hmm. Sylvester kind of strikes me as one of those kids in a small town who's going to be like one of the ones that leaves for like a, an Ivy League school or like some good college. Is that probably fair, Roger? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, so maybe it's it's sort of that sense of like, you know, he's this nerd that Raven isn't a huge fan of and has no interest really in getting to know at least on the surface, but she's cognizant probably along with the rest of the school that like, there's something about him that's just better than the rest of the town, at least in terms of like life trajectory. She's probably really jealous about that low key, but. Ooh, I like this dynamic that mm-hmm. people are coming up with. All right. Sylvester. Uh, what... me. Yeah. Do you know Wally? Uh, yes, I definitely know Wally. Okay. I got, I got a seven on that. Did we do that one? Uh, doesn't look like. What plan do you and this character have that most excites you? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I honestly have, like, no idea. My gosh, what would we even have a plan for? I mean, maybe it's just solving the murder mystery? Like, that would get you a lot of fucking clout if you wanted to apply to Yale. Ooh, You're yeah. like, I've yeah. also figured out who yeah. murdered this major celebrity. Yeah. No, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Because I think, like, we would... Yeah. We would both be, like, into, I think, figuring out what happened for very different reasons, <laughs> <laughs> you know, obviously. Yeah. But I think, like, that would be something that would kind of bring these two people together for sure. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah, we're we're gonna figure out we're gonna figure out what happened to Ricky Q. Oh, we're gonna oh find out the truth. I love this. And like, I'm like a Met. So like I picked not knowing you well. So I think like you specifically like picked out my locker and like have been slipping like notes in with clues since I'm like 
conspiracy guy and would be the one who would go after this for you. Oh, so all I know I is I'm working that. with some secret partner on trying to figure out the conspiracy. Yeah. I love it. Love yeah. it. It's unbelievably good. So I'm like, yeah, because it would be weird. Like, like I wouldn't. And, and I also know that you like feel kind of sketch about me. So it's like, you know, like I'm working with you, but I don't want you to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's working for you. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and for the other thing, let's see, for the negative, um, I think we did 10, right? Yeah, we did do 10. Okay. Uh, did we do number one? Nope. What did this character do in the past that you still resent them for? <laughs> Literally anything. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad we've all set up Wally to be this absolute shithead gremlin. I mean... <laughs> To be fair, I set the precedent. Yeah, you kind of set it up that way. Yeah. Like, come That's on, true. pile it on. I love it. <laughs> oh no! Damn. Yeah, I think I, I think I'd like resent because I think in passing, Wally has just mentioned like believing that there's some kind of like unjust reason as to why like Sylvester has like you know any of the success that he has or his family has any of the money that he has basically just implying that like you know the government's just installed you here as like you know the people to do whatever this this and that like and like challenging him and his privilege in that way but also saying that it's like literally a conspiracy <laughs> so oh, it's hell like, yeah. yeah i feel like, yeah yeah i don't know if it's like necessarily like any kind of subtle thing i think he may be may have like openly called out like all the different people the government is controlling or using to control the people at a town hall meeting. Oh, Jesus. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. I like that even more. <laughs> I love the vibes. Cause it's like, what does a smart kid hate more than anything? Someone saying that their smartness is not because they're smart. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. shitty. You're not talented because you're talented. You're talented because of the government has aliens and they're all ant people. You're smart, but you're not so smart that the government's not manipulating you into doing what they want you to do. God, Wally. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Corianne. Uh, I'm going to say that I don't know Corianne. Did we do number five? Nope. What strange record does this character <laughs> hold in town? Hmm. Hmm. Strange record. I feel um, like all towns just have like weird records for shit. Yeah. Like yeah. the town that yeah. I grew up in was in the Guinness Book of World Record for most people doing the chicken dance. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, two facts. I kinda like I kinda like the um like I really wanna make <laughs> I really wanna I really wanna say that uh Corianne goes to Slappy's Diner and gets the the most small stacks out of any kid yes. ever yes. at Slappy's. Like it's the number yes. one fan thinking. of Slappy's. That's what I was thinking too. And it's like you've gotten the <laughs> you've gotten the most like the, biggest, the biggest Slappy the... fan. Yeah, there's like a little picture. <laughs> oh my god. That's so cute. Oh my god. The most Slapjack stacks. Yes. The slap oh, stacks. Slap stacks. That's so slap good. Stacks. Which is so embarrassing because now my mom makes comments about my weight all the time. Oh my god. Oh. Your mom sucks. We're gonna fight your mom. Yeah, we're gonna fight your mom. Your mom killed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um 
Next up is Babe, your secret best friend. Secret besties. Um, so yes, gonna say we know each other, of course. Um, first memory, did we do 19? Um, I don't see it. Okay. Um, aww. (laughs) Oh yeah, okay. So I think our first memory is going to be, we've been, we've been literally going to like the same school, like forever. And so we were both in like kindergarten, pre-K time frame. I came prepared to school, had like my whole like pencil bag and all of my supplies and everything. And of course, babe had nothing. And so I loaned her a pencil. Um, and that was like one of the first kind of things that we did. And also just kind of like just sharing about like just our, our like experience of coming to school for like the first time ever, really. So, yeah, I think that was like one of the first things that I would say. Mm-hmm. Was it a Star Wars pencil from the brand new movie Star Wars episode three? <laughs> <laughs> four? Fuck! Oh my god, I'm so young. It wasn't even episode four at that time. It was just oh, Star shit, Wars. Yeah, it was just Star Wars. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. The Star Wars. That totally seems like something theaters. Sylvester would do. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Cute. I'd like um, to think that as a small child, somewhere in that same year. If anyone was mean to him, then she punched him on the playground. <laughs> yes, <laughs> perfect. Um, I we already asked number two. We did. Did we do fifteen? We did fifteen, right? Yeah, we did fifteen. Okay, fourteen. I do not see fourteen. Okay, what would this character have to do to get you to forgive them? Oh, I don't know if I really have any like major beef with B, but hmm. I guess one of the things that I suppose I I kind of ha- have a little bit of a beef with Babe for, not that it's like any kind of like deep seated thing or anything like that, but I think um, I think that Sylvester is not happy with how obsessed Babe has been about her appearance and mm. thinks that that probably matters less, and so like. Having Babe, like, get more invested in that and then, like, getting a nose job, this, this, and that, all this stuff, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Is, like, that's what basically Sylvester thinks, like, prioritizing the wrong things because, of course, Sylvester thinks focus more on school, go to a nice school, all this kind of stuff or whatever. Um, So just having, like, Sylvester wants to see Babe adjust her priorities a little more. Not that you can't be beautiful (laughs) and smart, but, like, you know, focusing on the things that are probably going to be more beneficial to you in the long term, at least according to Sylvester. We have set up the perfect ideology of an 80s rom-com gender flips. <laughs> we have the fucking, like, beautiful, popular girl and then the nebbish, nerdy dude, and he's going to take his fucking glasses off and suddenly be so <laughs> handsome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You got to play into those tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Ray? Uh, I am going to say that I do not know Ray. Um, and have we done 16? Uh, nope. No. Oh, God. Mm, What terrible loss did this character suffer? Ooh. Give us a dead mom. Bring Disney in here. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I mean, we definitely could, like, say there was, like, some kind of death or something, um, which I guess would kind of explain, like, some of the connection to that. Mm. Her cat died so suddenly she got all 
into the occult. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Mm. That's upsetting. Maybe we I didn't hear that. Real fast. I didn't hear that at all, Annie. What'd you say? Oh, I said her cat died, so suddenly she got into the occult. <gasps> oh, her cat died. Yeah, I was gonna do. I was gonna do a dead pet. Yeah, like, no, I, I like that. Um, I mean, I don't like that. But <laughs> um, uh, Roger with joy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll say that. Yeah, that. Um, you just uh, also. I think that's something else that I'll like add in a little tidbit. I think that that also kind of like people will say like, oh, like. You're like witch cat, like you're familiar, like past or oh, something, fuck, and yes. like yeah. So yeah, that like kind of adds into there. But like yeah, your cat died, um, and so that really like tore you up because like, you know that you had that cat like your whole life basically, um, and so a few years ago lost your cat. So, yeah, we'll go with that. I like that. Ooh, so sad. I like that, um, that is everyone. Everyone has answered for everyone. Wow. wow. Look at this little world and relationships we created. Wow. We did it, guys. We did it. <laughs> yeah. And um, with that, we conclude our episode zero. Um, again, this podcast is Fables Around the Table. You can find us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at table fables podcast or on twitter at table fables pod um or just search fables around the table and we will come up i'm sure um yeah uh, in addition you can find out more about project derailed by going to projectderailed.com on our website you will find links to our discord as well as all of our social medias uh we have a fun discord all these people are pretty active on it at the time of recording we talk about bugs and what sort of weapon <laughs> we would have in a D&D setting and like whatever else is talked about today. <laughs> what trash tastes we have. And we also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash project derailed. Uh, if you like what we do here and, um, you know, want to and can support us monetarily. That is, you know, that is always appreciated. Um, if you do that, you will get extended, uh, extended episodes of our retrospective episodes for this series and also for, uh, for, uh, Tales of the Void Fair. Wow, I forgot our other major podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one that I'm on. <laughs> um, but yeah, and if you can't do any of that, you know, just listening and uh, if you're so inclined, leaving a review on your podcatcher is always super appreciated. Um, yeah, anyone else have any final words before we end this episode? Don't dox us. Don't dox or us. Do. Or do. No, you can, but you can dox Cliff. Just Cliff. God damn it. Come at me. <laughs> All right. We brought it back full circle. <laughs> now we have to leave that joke in because we, we referenced back to it. Fuck yes. <laughs> That's the secret. That's the secret Fuck of keeping yes. something stupid in your pod. Yeah. Refer to it multiple times. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we will see you all in episode one, where we will see all of these lovely characters in hell. Bye. 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 Breaking news. Increased sightings of a mysterious graffiti symbol have residents of Hell, Michigan nervous. While some may say this could be from local teen pranksters, others worry that the symbols could mean something more. Could there be a connection to the teen pop idol Ricky Q who disappeared in hell last year? More information after the break. 
then she would also ask if you saw the latest. He thinks that some sort of like power is being drained. Oh God, it's even at Jesus Christ. You you still pass the couple places where you have seen these symbols. Uh, breaking in? She gives him like a sideways glance. To follow this story and more, check out Fables Around the Table, Greetings from Hell, wherever you get your podcasts. Why do you want to be a hero? Yeah, she's gonna sort of like uh, drop down out of the sky and try to kick him like, you know, square in the chest. Look, I don't know what you're fucking trying to do here, but I don't make deals with enemies who put grenades in a box like they're the $5 movie bin. Release Miss Terry, or you all will be the ones that are extinct. I don't know if I can have an honest conversation with Royale as a corgi. You're right, it's fucking not funny. I mean, literally no one would find this funny. Remix, use the dragon filter, that would make it funny. It's just like man standing emoji. Just T-posing in the corner. <laughs> Who is your contact? Benchmark. Who? Hey, I just need Buzz Nest for like one minute, and then you guys can go back to whatever you were doing. Check out Season 2 of Cape Chronicles starting Wednesday, October 5th, every first and third Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. File folders contain important information. Hey, I'm Saker. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One week! Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy we shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely didn't know at all the people that was crazy holy fuck mike mitchell why well, I, I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies justin mcelroy grab your tongue grab your tongue and i want you to say born on a pirate ship you were born on a pile of shit and many more so check it out but also if you don't like bare naked ladies we talk about them probably like a third of the time so uh, yes that's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We can make a board game about it. Back on Toral, I was a nobody. I got teleported out here, and here I'm something. I'm somebody. The Voidfarer begins maneuvering towards this 200-meter-long space whale. The handle one of these and eat grit. Is that something you have? I'm a tiny little guy. Of course I got grit. If you tried anything, it would end very poorly for you. This alithid dreadnought warps away, accelerating the spell jamming speed as quickly as they arrive. Who the fuck? <laughs> what am I trying to say here, Ravnus? That we're crew. I like that. We're crew. That is a natural one. Ooh. You send yourself sailing out the side of the ship, untethered. Oh. I'm putting a python into the ground. I'm wrapping my rope around it, but I'm jumping into the gravity well. <laughs> a gnome, a halfling, and a half-orc walk into a bar. I forget the middle part, but the punchline is feathers everywhere, and that's not my peanut butter. I cast Dasha's Idiot's Laughter. <laughs> Climb aboard for Tales of the Voidfarer, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, my consequences have actions. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, way around. wait. projectderailed.com